It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Dogs here on Lockdown Podcast Network. By the way, Daniel, four millimeters is the average thickness of an MCL, so I was close. Don't, don't you, don't you just suspect that JT Daniels is probably just a little bit bigger than average, though? Don't, don't you? Hey, this episode don't on you? Lockdown Bulldogs. <laughs> We're going to talk about a few things like you would as a fan, because as a fan, you hear ridiculous things like, don't you think JT mm. Daniels has, well, a, has a thicker MCL than the average man? That's that's the kind of expert analysis you can I'm anticipate just saying, you here. Saw, you saw that mustache and I saw that mustache. OK, that's, that's listen, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But here's the thing. That's not all we're saying. Fans. Oh, okay. That's, we are, we're, we're here to say much, are, much more. Daniel and I. are going to say more than that. Okay. Daniel and I are fans first and foremost, which is why this podcast has been created. It is a uh, show for fans by fans. Daniel and I are going to talk like no one else is willing to talk about. We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. Just two guys that love UGA basketball and football uh, so much that we want your fandom to increase as ours increases as well. That's right. Don't come here looking for detailed breakdowns and insider knowledge that um, you there's lots of podcasts there's lots of places that you can go for those types of things this is just real conversation from real fans and so we're glad that you're here thank you for listening and downloading and tuning in if you're new to the show subscribe Um, that's all that we really need you to do. We are here five days a week. Had a great episode yesterday talking about some of the position group battles going into spring practice which is not that far away. Um, Jacksonville State, old Deion Sanders played a, mm. played a game. Daniel, I thought just, I saw this on Twitter, what, and I thought this was a joke. What happened? I this thought was somebody was lying. They played a game, and somebody thought Deion Sanders' stuff got stolen. And then, but it didn't. And then like two hours later, they were like, nah, we found it. <laughs> like, Deion, you got to get, get your junk together, do, man. Do you, know, do you know the FCS is playing games too, Daniel? You're a, this is real. This is real. 
Like, like the whole FCS is playing it. I saw one. The uh, Jackrabbits playing the game? Jackrabbits playing the game. That's, this is what I'm trying to say, Daniel. We got Jackrabbits jumping around all the place. There was one referee <laughs> who decided in front of God and everybody just let everybody know that he couldn't, his microphone and his, his earpiece, he couldn't hear a dang thing, except he used a little more colorful language than I did. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, all right. Hey, on today's episode, let's, let's get to it, Daniel, because on today's let's episode, we continue the glorious tradition, the new tradition, the fantastic tradition. It's of a the tradition all, unlike any other. All-decade team. Last week, we went over a couple of decades that, or a couple of years that were ah, maybe, maybe pretty good, maybe chocked full of all-time mm. greats in 2001 mm. to 2010. The week before that, we covered the years of 2011 to 2020. And now we're going to pit them as we finish out and round up these teams. We're going to pit them against each other in a round-robin tournament style where we go toe-to-toe with the best all-decades UGA has to offer. This week's all-decade team are 1991 to 2000, Daniel. Um, we had some fun figuring out these teams. There's going to be – what. let me just tell you right now. What this team – Daniel said this as we were making it. What this team lacks in depth – makes up for in top end tier quality. The top two or three guys on this team, Daniel, are boo. Great top. upon great upon great. Top five players that Georgia all time ever has had. So don't sleep mm-hmm. on this team. Uh, we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball, Daniel. So again, one more time, we're going rit- to round out the all decade team for the offensive 91 to 2000. And then we're going to pit them against other teams, uh, all decade team. So we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball. And Daniel, yeah, explain to the people the criteria. What are we looking for? How many people are we selecting in case people are new? You can also just pause this episode, go back um, and listen to last Tuesday and Wednesday and the previous Tuesday and Wednesday's episodes as well. But explain to the people real quickly what our, what our selection criteria are. We got starting 22, so 11 on offense, 11 on defense. We choose the offensive system. Last week, we decided to go ahead and forego the two running backs, and we said, no, Sean, you're going to go ahead and get 37 carries, which you're accustomed to already, so don't worry Ain't about no that. Ain't no problem Ain't for no him. Problems. We're going to throw out all the tight ends we can in any set we can because we had a bunch of them. So we're going to choose the offense. We have five offensive linemen. Choose the personnel on the skill position. But then we're going to add three bench players. Same with defense. We're going to choose 11 starters, three on bench. And the three bench can be anybody we choose. So without further ado, let us get to the Mm -hmm. starting quarterback of the years of 1991 Mm. to 2000. Daniel, we really had two choices here. It was Quincy Carter or is Eric Zaire. Who gets the starting nod? Eric Zaire. Zaire, sorry. Just for people that are already already yelling into their microphone um, yell at me all you want we also had mike we just to be clear we also had mike bobo was he not do we not consider him uh mike bobo need not apply for the starting quarterback position mm. on this team he is the offensive coordinator of a different team i so don't i don't it, care also it's need not, not apply for offensive coordinator of any team that i'll be cheering for the next whatever years D- don't do okay it. But he is on the the 2001 to 2010. He is the offensive coordinator of that sure. team. So, um, no, came down to Eric Zier and Quincy Carter. One at the beginning of the decade, the other at the end of the decade. Really, could there be two more different quarterbacks, Clint? 
Not oh. whatsoever. One one who cannot move upright, standing <laughs> all over and just trying to run check downs and mid digs all day long. And the other who is still running around in a circle with one hand palming the ball. Possibly getting sacked. Uh, possibly. <laughs> um, uh, all right. We, we went with Eric Zier for this, for the quarterback position. But this was a difficult call. It, and I'll just say this easy. right now up front. Let me just this is a preview of when we get to the tournament, when we get to the matchups. This team is probably going to be an underdog. Oh, okay. Will, will be an underdog. Okay, I don't know how many decades we're gonna do. What are we gonna do? Like eight decades? Yeah. And then we'll have eight. We'll do like this team. I don't know if they're gonna be the eight seed, but this team will be an underdog in their first round matchup, whoever they are. Hundred percent. And so sometimes when you're an underdog, we put Quincy Carter on the bench because what happens listen, if if things are not going well? Sometimes you gotta you can't play it safe. You've got to go for the home run ball. So and Quincy so what Carter you're certainly me, it, is the home run ball. Is you might have a quarterback situation that requires a change of pace in which you need to pull the mm-hmm. trigger and put somebody else who's off the bench more skilled than the guy playing listen, the game. Listen, we ain't afraid. Is what we're trying to say. We ain't afraid to okay. make the difficult decisions okay. that some people have okay. struggled to make in the past. But I'm, for right now, Eric Zier, I mean Jake Fromm, I mean Eric Zier is our uh, starting quarterback. Uh, and we feel good about that pick because he's going to lead this team. And listen, he does. Again, there's some weapons. There's some oh, weapons on this we're gonna team. We're going to get to the weapons. There's a lot um, of them. One of my favorite running backs of all time at UGA is on this list. Uh, and, Daniel, we're going to get to that right after this break. But first, Daniel, I don't know if you understand. We have a couple of sponsors of this podcast that we really like a great deal. That's that's correct. I uh, mean, we're Listen, we luck out. We get some great sponsors on this podcast. Like, there's not a it's, – it's pretty – it's pretty easy to do these reads. It's really easy to do these reads. And here's why it's really easy to do this one. Because the 2008 Subaru Outback that we went ahead and got ourselves at a pick and pull uh, has made quite an early return on investment already. We got a couple of mm. uh, notes back from people saying they're interested. Because what we're going to do is we're going to change out the wheels. We're going to make sure the brakes are in operating condition. We're going to scrub those headlights and get them nice and shiny and ready to beam out a little bit. We're going to take care of the interior with cleaning. We're going to fix that little patch over there on the passenger side that has that scratch in it. Don't worry. The dash is going to be new. And all of these parts, anything on the interior with the transmission, all of them are going to come from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is the most reliable place with the lowest prices and all the parts your car will ever need. If it's foreign, if it's domestic, whatever it is, Rock Auto has what you need. RockAuto.com. Let them know we sent you by putting locked into the how did you hear about us section. Put locked into the how did you hear about us section. All the parts will come straight to your door. You search it. The catalog is going to be there. Every part your car will ever need at RockAuto.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Daniel, let's get to the the running backs because I'm telling you right now, when we did the all-time UGA team, this was one of my running backs that I chose, and I was so happy to. Growing up on the West Coast, I loved 
this man for my 49ers uh-huh. as I was cheering oh, for absolutely. him. Absolutely. Loved him. Uh, who's our starting running back? Actually, I think in this yeah. decade it's called tailback, technically. In, it's in the technically, technically called the tailback. And we went with two. There were there were several options that we could have gone with. We went with two. Um, and their names are Garrison Hurst mm. and Robert Edwards. Come on. Um, two of the all-time greats at the University of Georgia. Garrison Hurst obviously was just an absolute beast. Monster. In the backfield at Georgia. I still remember the day that you learned that Garrison Hurst went to the University of Georgia. It was like you were already a Georgia fan, yep. but but a, a relatively new Georgia fan. And then the day that you realized that, it was like it was as if someone someone had just given you a gift. Like you were already experiencing the joy of the mm-hmm. University of Georgia, but then just a little cherry on top of the Sunday um, that one of your favorite running backs from the NFL went to Georgia. He had a great NFL career, but also had a great Georgia career. Um, Terrell Davis did not make the starting lineup. We did put him on the bench. He's there. And he's there. Great NFL career. Not as great of a Georgia career. And so we went with Robert Edwards ahead of him because Robert Edwards, if you don't know the name, if you didn't watch the player, um, a, just a great all-around tailback. This was back in the mm. in the day when – and I mean Georgia's still doing it to, to a certain extent. But uh, Herschel Walker created the University of Georgia toss sweep offense – like offensive identity. Yeah. And and the the entire decade of the 90s was just Georgia offensive coordinators calling the toss sweep yep. to the left and to the right. And um I think Robert Edwards ran the toss better than anybody else in the 90s, maybe better than anybody else save for Herschel Walker all time at the University of Georgia. He was a load coming out of the backfield and once he got going downhill which you run that little toss play, give him a head of steam, let him catch the ball deep. He could go in real quick. And get, get a head of steam. And um, yeah, he is not a fun guy to tackle. So we went with those two guys in the running back position. Um, but wide receiver, Clint, now listen, this is okay. the ultimate example of okay. that there's not a lot of depth. Nope. Okay. We do have a wide receiver on our bench. We'll get to him in a minute, but but we don't need depth. Clint. We don't need, we, when you have the best and and look look two of the all-time greats all-time greats Mount Rushmore guys and it starts with Heinz Ward guys if if you don't understand the thing I love about Heinz Ward this is very reminiscent of our all-time UGA team I love Heinz Ward because he could be beating you with a club or yep. serving ice cream to kids, and the mm-hmm. same smile would be on his face the entire he time. He enjoys both equally. Equally, <laughs> That's the thing about equally as enjoyable. He enjoys both equally. Riding a guy 50 yards down the field blocking, throwing a touchdown, running for a touchdown, or catching a touchdown, all the same smile from Heinz Ward. All-time great. He's one uh, wide receiver. The other wide receiver, oh, how about just what number you want for reception yards, receptions, what, what, just go to a list. Find receiving and he's the one numbers, at the top. and he's, he's the one there. At the top. Terrence yeah. Edwards is our other starting wide receiver. That's a dang good duo. That's a great. That's a great duo. One from kind of the mid '90s, early '90s. One from the very late 
the very tail end of this decade, but he sneak just sneaks onto the team, and that's two that's two great ones. Don't act like we won't throw Heinz Ward at quarterback. Gosh. Don't act like don't act like don't he's, he ain't starting like at quarterback he, play one. Don't act like some Wildcats not going to be run. Only it's not Wildcat. It's not wildcat. He cat. led Georgia in passing yards his sophomore year. Let I don't that, know if people let realize. That sink in. But he led Georgia in passing yards. And then the next year, he followed it up with 900 receiving yards. Um, he played every position. He's out there with Terrence Edwards, um, a an incredibly uh, prolific Georgia wide receiver. Uh, and that rounds out. Oh, no, we got a tight end. Yes, we got sir. A tight end. Also, from the very end, overlap, carryover. He's also on the 2000s team, but qualifies for both teams. Terrence, uh, Randy McMichael, I should say, uh, I think the greatest tight end to ever play at the University of Georgia. Uh, he makes this team, and he makes every team that he's on better. And so you got three guys that are very reliable catching the ball. You got guys that can block. You got guys that can take it downfield. You don't really have a deep threat on this team. Terrence no. Edwards certainly not a deep threat. Um, you got two, I mean, backs that can run away from you for sure. But you got two backs that don't mind lowering their head and going through you. And then you got Hines Ward, Terrence Edwards, a very possession type wide receiver, and Randy McMichael, a big athletic tight end. The 1990s team seems like a ball control offense to me, Clint. They're not oh, trying to yeah. score quick. No. They are just going to drive it down your throat. 13 every plays, time. 65 yards, yeah. and 832 off the clock. And a touchdown every time. That's right. So we'll take it. Um, all right, we'll be back to talk about the offensive line, to talk about the bench, and to round out the offensive side of the ball from the 90s. But first, uh, Clint mentioned it to you yesterday, but it's it's serious. The, the March Madness is coming. Georgia will not be a participant in it, and it's because we can't have nice things. Correct. Um, but look on the bright side, Georgia fans. That means <laughs> – okay. That you get to have an unclouded lens through which to make your wagers. Your heart will not be involved, Clint. You can just use your head and you can make money. And you do that by going to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, the place that you go to make bets online. Go to betonline.ag. Enter the promo code locked on. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit, which means whatever you deposit, they're going to give you 50% on top of it for free. That's free money that you can use to wager uh, and and then earn money with. You you make money off of their free money. It's just that simple. You bet on the NBA, the NHL, bet on the PGA Tour, bet on March Madness, college basketball. Anything that you want, NFL futures. They got some. Um, they got some uh, divisional NFL divisional odds out right mm. now. I think you can get the. I think you can get Tampa Bay for minus one fifty to win the South. I'm just. Oh. 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 I mean, there's still a chance that the Carolina Panthers trade for Deshaun Watson, sure. and then like that's the thing that you have to consider. But as of right now, guys. How is Tampa Bay not going to win the NFC South? They are. Come on. So go to betonline.ag, enter the promo code locked on. They're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit, and you're going to make money. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Clint, sometimes when you're putting together an offensive line, okay, what you want to do is you want to find the very best players at their positions. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, offensive line so. is a it's a diverse group. There's you know, you got centers, you got guards, you've got tackles. Sometimes the centers and guards can interchange. The center's a bit more of a, a specialized skill set. Sometimes really you'll is. see a guy like Jamari Sawyer who will start in there on the inside and then kick out to the outside and come back. Cade Mays you know, another example of guys who have some versatility. You see a big offensive tackle who will get moved inside a little bit. Um, sometimes when you get put an offensive line together, you've just got five tackles that are so good Yep. that you just say, you know what, one of you is going to have to bend over and snap the ball between your legs, but I don't care which one of you it is. What's that, what's that Australian football, you know, just kind of like at the side of it? Yeah, not even under it center. Don't matter. Whatever. Because what if I told you we just had five big old dudes mm-hmm. that will just whip your behind all the way down the field, Clint, taking no prisoners, no mercy. This this offensive line, Clint, it starts with the greatest brother duo to ever play offensive line at the University of Georgia. Brothers is a theme. Wait till we get to the defensive side of the ball tomorrow, oh, just wait. because. Um, the Stinchcombs are here, and yes, they are sir. here to anchor this offensive line. John and Matt, we are obviously going to put uh, Matt on the left side, I think, and John on the right side. Yeah, Is that, that what we're going right. to do? Yep. That sounds, like, that sounds like a thing. But then you got three more tackles. And so, I don't know, maybe John moves inside. Um, how about big Jonas Jennings? Oh, Clint hello. Started his... Started his UGA, by the way, damn good dog, mm-hmm. uh, longtime UGA staffer, um, started his Georgia career as a defensive lineman. Did you know that, Clint? I did not. A, a pretty darn good defensive lineman. And then they just said, you know what? You're big and mean and nasty. Sure. What if we moved you over to offensive tackle? And he parlayed that into a very lengthy NFL career. Uh, very successful at that. So Jonas Jennings... And then we're going to round out the offensive line with Bernard Williams and Adam Meadows, two uh, two NFL players, two kind of highly thought of NFL players. Both mm-hmm. had uh, pretty good Georgia careers. Bernard Williams had a had a particularly good Georgia career and a particularly short and unfortunate NFL career. Um, uh, but we're not judging them based on their NFL exploits. We're judging them based on how they did for the University of Georgia. Just a lot of pancakes on this offensive line. A lot of um, crushed spirits and broken dreams for uh, defensive linemen. And um, when you've got this kind of a group mm-hmm. that's not that's 
that's trying to just methodically work the ball down the field. And you just got a bunch of 6'4", 6'5", big old 300-pound dudes to lean on, guys. Maybe you throw Quincy Carter into the backfield and you just got everybody's a running threat. Everyone. Everyone. And and all of a sudden, we're just gaining six, seven yards of carry, moving the ball down the field. And I I couldn't be happier about it. And we'll be hooping and hollering the entire time as they do so. Uh, bench Terrell Davis, wide receiver Bryce Hunter, and Quincy Carter round out after that incredible offensive line, which I'm still – John and Matt come just – yep, I, I can't believe that. Jonas Jennings, by the way, I think the, the underdog of this offensive line uh, – I think he may play the other tackle spot. We got five tackles, and I think he may play go. right tackle. I'm, I'm telling you, that's a, that's a dude – right there that's a bad man that's a very very bad man daniel um hey we're gonna come back tomorrow and talk about the all decade defense but by the way again again hint do do you know a guy who won several super bowls in new england and is a hall of famer who is one of the all-time greats at uga yeah he played this decade just yeah heads up so did so did arguably the best unequivocally Here we go. in top two defensive players to ever play at the University of Georgia. Uh, according, asterisks, according to Daniel. No, that's according to everybody. Also, oh, his that, younger brother. Uh, yes. Also gotcha. his younger brother, who some would say the third best player to ever play defense <laughs> sure. at the University okay. of Georgia. Some, yes. Listen, some would say. I'm just trying to say, who's your kicker? It doesn't matter. It doesn't That's matter. a trick question. It doesn't matter he, who he your kicker blocked. is because it it ain't it ain't gonna leave his foot. I would run the fake if I were you because I ain't, I wouldn't ain't. because he's either blocking it or decimating <laughs> your that poor kicker don't have a soul after this y'all. No. Okay. Do not ask the holder to run for the first down. No. Do not do no. not do that. It's not going to end well. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Talk about 1990s all decade defensive team. Join us then, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 